Gab and Girl Time contains explicit sexually mature themes and is intended for a mature audience. The opinions expressed here do not necessarily reflect the views of any platforms, sponsors, or social media. dinner bell yeah let's make it the dinner bell i was trying to also be festive with the bells but it didn't come out well i got you with the gobble gobble though didn't i you did that was good (laughs) segues in hey it's thanksgiving week it's the holiday season this won't air for a couple weeks but we're gonna start off talking about the holidays beginning with thanksgiving Super excited and not excited. Gail. I'm, I'm really annoyed, actually. <laughs> Tell me what you're thankful for. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I'm thankful for so many things. I'm going to cheese it up right now, though. I'm going to say right off the bat, thank, I'm very thankful that anyone is listening. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. Thank you so much if you Honestly, were listening. <laughs> I, have, I have had the pleasure... Of um, some random IMs or DMs. Some people have slid in my DMs and told me that they've been listening to us. And I find that very exciting. And I was super excited because we got some feedback. Um, One of our burlesque friends had been listening. And she was super excited that I had mentioned Madam CJ Walker. You know, I just think it's cool. Not enough. She should definitely be pro-feminist every... You know, I'm surprised that, you know, the GOP doesn't hold her up as a role model all the time. We're not going political yet, bitch, please. We are not. I don't mean to. I'm just saying I'm thankful that there are people who have been listening. I'm thankful that there's people who listen internationally. Oh, yes. That true. Yes. Australia. What up? Russia. Russia. We have Norway, it says. A certain certain percentage, which is kind of cool. I'm hoping like in Dubai, I think some of our Twitch friends from other platforms might be listening and they have. That's awesome. I'm glad that you have that audience because I just have my local friends and that's it. I, I don't know a lot of people. connected, interconnected a lot more than what people think mm-hmm. for sure. Well, I have to say I'm thankful for you for going on this adventure with me because we had talked about it for a long time and really we're both kind of people that kind of drag our feet on things yes well i'm thankful for you too you didn't it's funny i'm especially thankful though i'm i'm thankful for your daddy bill because without him none of this would happen absolutely not i'm extremely thankful for him seriously I ha- you know I hope you show him every night. No, I'm mean. I'm not I'm not a good baby. <laughs> I am a brat. So you give some appreciation though. I mean, knows. come on. I I try. I try to say it with actions and not always words, but I tell him with words as well. Words of affirmation a lot. He knows. 
I'm okay. his cheerleader. Is he a word of affirmation? Is yes. that his love language? I don't know. He definitely uses it for me. Like he, he, you know, he always, we've always been very appreciative of each other and very, uh, he always tells me how thankful he is. For, we've always been thankful to each other about each other. So I think that's cool. Anything else you're thankful for? Oh my! All the regulars. I'm thankful for my family, my children. Yeah. You know, being able to do comedy shows. I'm thankful for communities that I'm in. I'm just thankful for everyone and everything and Earth and love and that you know, people are figuring out there's more than with know, this pandemic. Other stuff. And everybody being inside and not being able to—that's what do I was things. annoyed about. <laughs> you knew what that I can't—that you can't be thankful. I'm thankful for that. I can. My gratitude has gotten more and better. Like I am thinking more of people when I go out. I wonder if this person needs this. You know, you're or, more focused yeah. on the needs of others. Yes, that's. These are positive things that yes. are happening as more than... Well, why are you pissed off about the pandemic, other than the obvious? Oh, about just ha- canceling Thanksgiving or having to Oh, you're upset about canceling Thanksgiving. Like no. I am very... I You know, this will it will have already happened by the time people listen to this so it'll be in the future but i'm i'm more annoyed just because i know that there's more of a population of people that are struggling than ever Mm -hmm. mentally physically in their pocketbook and especially their pocketbook and you know having gone through several life cycles and been mother you know um struggled as a couple married couple or struggled as a single mother and not yeah have money we can say it we were both poor, poor as very children. poor <laughs> very we were, poor we were poor as children and then also going through times as yeah. adults when you know you it was more important to have light sometimes or whatever mm-hmm. being in the pandemic and everything up and down and nobody having a plan and not knowing what to do and then i'm canceling one thing or another I'm just really annoyed at the don't go see your family situation. Now, I get it if you got to fly across the United States, you know what I mean, kind of a thing. But I know that people are staying home that live in the same town (laughs) that are across the street. And if you want to do that because, you know, family, I get that. But there's a lot of people that it's just like, oh, we got to cancel this. And it's, you know, it's kind of like... Really? You know, when a lot of people probably go to their houses and they get to show up with a dollar sixty nine cent, you know, package of dinner rolls, you know, because they got to bring something. Yeah. Or a soda or whatever. Here, I brought a Coke for everybody. And, you know, even when it's a prepared dish, you bring your Tupperware and you go home and you're getting a lot of times you've got three or four days worth of food. So you're saying that, you know, people who have struggled <laughs> have brought something, but have taken home way with more, them, way more food that's probably going to get them through. Correct. The week. Well, yeah. And then they see people that I haven't seen for a while yeah. that help them out or would or whatever. You know, you just it's it's a what's the solution then? experience I mean, when you get with family different, you know, you got to get this shit under control somehow or just let everybody get it. I'm just that's the point where i'm at is if i get it i get it if i don't i don't if you remember 
<laughs> when the pandemic it was supposed to be on in april when the first pan when it hit the first time when you're talking about pandemics or anything like that and i i this is not political this is just how viruses work right yeah you know it wasn't a question of everyone getting it the issue that people had at the time was the fact that everyone was going to get it at one time yeah and put the strain on the system and because you didn't know how people were going to react or whatever you put a strain on the entire country yeah and people were going to drop like flies all right so the idea of stopping your business and wearing masks and all that is to stop the curve of everyone massively dying at one time. Mm -hmm. So over this past six months, we're in it now. How long has it been? March? It's been since March. So yeah. Okay. Technically almost a year it's been around. I think the curve has been flattened enough in the fact that we all now know someone that's had COVID. Mm -hmm. Uh, We all know more people who have recovered from COVID. We know a lot more about what's happened. The thing is, is it's going to be scary when you get it the first time, no matter what, because we don't know how our body is going to react to it. I also, you know, conspiracy theory, Gail has the belief (laughs) that because it was a man-made virus, that the virus is breaking down and they're starting to see research where they're finding holes entry points into the virus that antibodies are actually going in and fighting it so you know this is the science this isn't just gail being conspiracy theory look it up it's out there right and science always changes changes because more because it's science (laughs) you find more information you have your theory yeah well then you have to prove it to be correct a and fact however however this virus is mutating it's not mutating up it's degrading so that's yeah. actually great it's wonderful news because you know when SARS came to town everybody freaked out we were all supposed to die from that and you know New York was kind of like huh whatever you know wear a mask we'll do what we can <laughs> think for the best it'll be fine and it's been fine how many SARS outbreaks do we talk about here in America I mean, we'll talk about a lot more now because now we got pandemic fever and it's an excellent excuse to, you know, have the government constantly butt into your biz. So, you know, keep a check on that, folks. (laughs) (laughs) All I'm going to say. My husband asked me why doctors didn't work for the government. That was one of our uh, conversations last night during our hot. um, We had a fire last night. And we were just talking. And he was like, It was a fireside chat with daddy. Daddy's fireside chats. (laughs) Meow, meow. It was cold as foot, too. We were sitting here talking, and we're talking about the pandemic. And I was saying that I wanted to go somewhere where I could see a lot of stars, where there's not a lot. A lot of light pollution, but we couldn't do really do anything until all this bullshit's over with. Oh my gosh! Right, outer um, banks on the beach. Mm-hmm. Shut up! I'll show you some pictures. It's insane. <laughs> you can see the Milky Way. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I'm already jealous that you got to go in the first place. Anyway, so he's like, "How come? How come the medical uh, services? How come the hospitals aren't run by the government?" And I was like, 
mm, wait a minute, that's a little thing called socialism. <laughs> right. And that's something that is uh, kind of frowned upon here. But it was just funny that I won't get into everything that we talked about there because we, we got other shit we got to talk about. Right? right. Hey, Gail. Hey, Jen. <laughs> Tell me something good. Uh. <laughs> Tell me how you like it. Yeah. Fetishes. <laughs> That's how we like it. Fetishes. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna gab a little bit about fetishes today. Your segue. That's a segue. This song, yeah. <laughs> Gotta get that wicked bass line in there. That's my fetish. <laughs> Guitar players, <laughs> bass players. So Webster's, mm-hmm. and I thought this um, this definition was interesting because I that's not the way I look at it. But okay, from now on I will. But uh, Webster says that fetish is an object believed to have magical power to protect or aid its owner. It's one definition. The other, which we're more familiar with, is an object or bodily, an object or body part whose real presence is psychologically necessary for sexual gratification. Yeah. So, in other words, (laughs) whatever gets you off at night, (laughs) the freaks come out at night. No, I don't know. <laughs> they come out in the daytime too. Freaks are everywhere, and I like to get freaky. Freaky with it. All right, so I have my top five fetishes. If you look on my fetish list on FetLife, it is oh, oh it is so long. You can't just change your name. You got to go make a list and stuff on FetLife. Well, I still haven't done any of that. I mean, I changed my name. It's Gaggy and Gail time. That now. was eight years ago. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like it seems like it was that long. But my fetish list is so long, and even I, Bruce Tonsils, am a fetish. But on those fet life. have to be in the room for you to get off. See, you, yeah, I have I to mean, be you've got, in the room. You've got your fetish list, <laughs> but like the true definition of a fetish is that you need this to get off or prefer. But people that are hardcore, like they cannot come to sexual gratification, like shoes, for instance. Shoes is a common fetish mm-hmm. that people, you know, I think a lot of vanilla people think, oh whatever that's a shoe but there are people who will not be able to uh come climax unless they're wearing them holding them sniffing them they're on their body whatever they've got to be in their presence looking at them in the room you know whatever it's got to be there so out of this list do you have (laughs) all that needs to be around you for you to be able to get off or are these just things that turn you on these are things that turn me on and that's the way i look so that's how we're looking at fetishes just stuff that turn you on that make you tingly yes um oh my gosh for young teenage boys that's the wind grass (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's literally everything turns them on anything a tree with a knot in it. 
I also look at a fetish as what you masturbate to. Okay. Um, well, yeah. With fantasy. Yes. And I'm I'm sure that there will be people that say that fantasy is different than fetish. Well, but, you know, I think that it's interesting that our favorite psychologist, Sigmund Freud, <laughs> that he believed, and he actually wrote a paper on it, that we're polymorphously perverse. That means that, you know, which basically means we aren't limited to obtaining sexual gratification through social or cultural norms. We're deep down, we're perverse. So the weirder the things are, the better we like it as humans. And things that you wouldn't think were okay, taboo, especially taboo. Especially fetishes. I really don't have any taboo fetishes. Now, granted, uh, we do live the the daddy baby girl lifestyle. Yeah, which in its own (laughs) self would people think is taboo. I mean, if you were doing it. Yeah, it's taboo. Mm hmm. A BDSM lifestyle is taboo, yeah, and also considered a fetish. But I don't, nec- I don't have any, any kind of other taboo type things like step parent fetishes or anything like family fetishes, anything oh, like yeah. that. So give me your first fetish. Let's talk about it. Well, no, because Why? you, because I've got to find out more about you being a fetish. <laughs> You just mentioned you yourself were as a fetish on FetLife. Does that mean bruised tonsils is a fetish? Yes, because the way it works on FetLife is anybody can make up a fetish. I mean, mm. there's some really there's some really crazy stuff on my fetish list. So somebody made that up and put me as a fetish. Well, how and many people have got that on their profile that you're a fetish i'm very interested in this i think that's cool you i mean we can do that research later if you don't know the numbers i don't know the numbers well our listeners are definitely gonna want to have those numbers but it doesn't have to be today during this podcast well believe me you can go look up bruce tonsils on fet life and it will come up as a fetish i think that's just cool all right other it's just than 21 now you, people other than 21 people That's it, just 21 need of you or a picture of you pulled up on their fat life <laughs> to get off while they're doing it. You got to be in the room or a part of you in the room. That's exciting. I think I want to be your fat. No, no, I'm just kidding. You're, you're now, I'm going to put you as number one. No, my fetishes are, although, again, I'm looking at these as turn-ons because I don't really yeah. need anything in the room except my own brain, which is enough of it. If I had a backtrack to my life, it would be... Dun, 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 dun. So if that just gives you an idea. But things that really, really turn me on, places I would totally do it if I didn't have to worry about like small children or mm-hmm, mm-hmm. arrest. Right. Home Depot. In the lumber section. I love, oh my God. And now lumber is so damn expensive. It's luxurious. It's like, mm. but I love like the smell of sawdust, home improvement stores. Just dig it. I mean, okay. I really dig it. And I'm going to go ahead. I was going to list this as two, but I think they should be in the same, but a mechanics bay. I really like the way gas oil mechanic smell so i don't mind hanging out while they change my oil you know what i mean that was the first porn i had ever watched i remember (laughs) it was it was like it was a mechanics bay 
and they were doing it on top of a motorcycle. Was she covered in oil? Uh, they did pour oil. Because I did pour that motor oil all too. over her, mm-hmm. but she was also chained to the motorcycle. Oh, nice. Now, I liked the chain part, but not necessarily the motorcycle and the and the whole oil kind of yeah, yeah, the whole kind of dirty thing like dirty. that. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. No, I dig it. But first one, I felt really bad that day. I was supposed to be babysitting, and uh, I found their porn collection and started watching. They're porn. <laughs> it's your fault for leaving it out. I don't know. I've just, I dig it. I dig the smells. So I don't know. I associate that, which by the way, cause I know we talked about COVID earlier. That would be so upsetting to yes. me to have COVID and lose my sense of smell because half, you know, I like the way daddy smells, you know, I mean, all of mine, Smells are extremely important to me. They are very important to me. And they mean like everything. So anyway, I would be sad to be smell blind. The loss of taste, I I would be upset over, but I'd probably get over quickly. Probably help me lose a little weight. I don't know. Well, But smell would definitely, uh, I would definitely be upset about. That was my very first fetish. My longtime fetish, which should not surprise anybody by whom my daddy is. What is taste? No, oh. as cigars. Oh. Mm-hmm. You know. What is it that you like about cigars? Is it? I like everything. I like that they're phallic. I like how men look when they smoke them. I don't smoke them. And I know there are a lot of men that fetishize cigar smoking and smoking. That's one of my daddy's fetishes. But I love that he smokes them. It turns me on very much. Uh, very much. I had a dom who had a smoking fetish. Like mm-hmm. that, and I used to make videos. Yeah, mm-hmm. I hate smoking, hate it. But me being dumb and young and well, submissive I for a really long time. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for years and years. And that daddy won't let me. Like I will get. I actually, being bratty, have been out <gasps> clubbing while he's DJing or whatever, and been outside and smoked people's cigarettes and made. Well, I made that they had them give me one. Ask yeah, them. Yeah. They gave me a smoke, you know, and you made be a video. In so much freaking trouble. I am so much trouble because of the fact, like, right off the bat, when I first met him, I was like, oh man, that sucks. Cause I used to smoke. I love to smoke, but I've been quit like 20 years or whatever. And he was like, there's no freaking way you're going to start smoking, you know? So whenever, oh yeah, big trouble. Not nice trouble either. That mm-hmm. was very upset about that but yet that's a fetish for him he'll watch somebody else smoke and it's all cool but (laughs) i'm not allowed to smoke but But i used to have to make videos for for him just and i never inhaled or anything actually i think smoking is very very sexy like when you hold it in your hand i think it's very very sexy Mm -hmm. for women you know just that long draw and the I used to smoke oozins of Virginia sex. Virginia Slims, menthols. <laughs> 120s? <laughs> I would do the 120s sometimes, but, uh, and then also the, the longer, ultra the better. long Capri. Yeah. I, you know, smoke. There's pictures. I've got pictures of me smoking all over the place. So, you know, mm-hmm. no. but Never I my quit thing. and I'm glad I did. I would look like an old prune now. I'd have a prune face probably. To the young ladies out there or young men mm-hmm. who like to take care of their skin smoking is the number smoking. one 
number one thing for your skin. Number two, excessive alcohol <laughs> and well, sunlight. No. Well, Unprotected. You took all mine. So yes, <laughs> the three things: smoking, alcohol, sunlight, excessive sun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, if I had never smoked, I would look like I was a teenager. Oh, like I do now? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, seriously. <laughs> yes. I wish I had never smoked. You know, but anyway. I have family members who smoke and they know that I disapprove of it. <laughs> well, my mom died of lung cancer. Oh, gosh. 61 years old. You know, yeah. way too young. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sorry, mm-hmm. y'all. I'm eating a cough drop and I realized I just bit it. Thank you. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with your headphones or your speakers in your car. I'm just rude. I apologize. That could be a fetish for somebody. Maybe. <laughs> Biting into candy. I hope smacking is because I've noticed I do it a lot and I apologize. Well, I mean, uh, what is that called? ASMR? Mm-hmm. That's a that's a new fetish for a lot of people. I can tell you, I am extremely oral, not oral with the mouth, oral yes. with the ears. Sounds yes. yes. Give me a man's sexy voice, and I mean, is that your number one? I am sploosh. Is all that over your the number place. One? No, well, no, it's on up there though. What's your number one? I've gone but like over have... three now. <laughs> I don't have a number one. That's right. You just have a list. I do. I just have a list. <laughs> okay. So I was really thinking about things that turned me on in at unexpected times. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is hospitals, mm-hmm. specifically the emergency room <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> I've had sex in more than one emergency room. <laughs> And I don't know why it's a turn on. It just was. It may, maybe it was the cleanliness mm-hmm. of everything, the white, the possibility around. of getting caught. Oh, that's always mm-hmm. a gem right there. Is yeah, the getting I can't caught. even begin to tell you all the places <laughs> I've done it that publicly. <laughs> there was a time in my life I never wore pants <laughs> ever. Never wore panties or never wore pants. Pants. Well, it's just very easy access. <laughs> Right? It's very easy. I'm mean, just saying. There were some Right. Years. And if you don't wear panties, even more access. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm not going to yeah. divulge whether I always wore panties or not. But, you know, you can also slide those over. Not a big deal. Yeah. Not a big deal at all. Not. Anyway. I wore a lot of skirts. Uh, there was one time where I wore nothing but skirts and dresses just for that very reason. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Especially when public for public obviously you know i'd do it in the lumber yard you know (laughs) (laughs) public places i should have put on the list but i don't would a lumberjack be your kind of thing oh yes definitely a Mm -hmm. whole mountain man yeah one day we'll have memory lane and i'll show you pictures of my exes my daddy has definitely a shift in paradigm he is not at all the type of person I would have been attracted to 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Just changed. Time and change. I've changed. I've grown. And he's grown as man. <laughs> so. Another fetish that I have that it's a big one. And uh, my daddy gets upset with me over it. But he's gorgeous. 
and has, you know, this head full of hair, but bald men, I'm just creaming in my jeans. See, I was curious if I could put down Jason Statham as a legit (laughs) fetish. Yes. (laughs) But yeah. So let's go through those, shall we? Oh, all Uh, of the ones that are (laughs) are cream, creamy. Uh, My number one. (laughs) Is it? My number one. Say it. Bruce Willis. Damn it, I knew. How did I know? I knew it. Bruce Willis is the entire package for me. Mm. See? Uh, He's bald. He's funny. If you can make me laugh, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, my panties are just rolling right off for you. It's Uh, so true. I keep telling her and put them back on. (laughs) I love you, but not like that. He seems like, you know, a good family man. Just, he put up with Demi. Yeah. You wanted to be Demi. No. Demi. 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 How is she saying it? How is she Demi. Saying it? I don't know. I want to know to this day what she said to Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> like, he says she whispered something in his ear and he was, that was it. He was smitten. Anyway, oh, get back to, who get back to Bruce. Who cares about Demi Moore and Ashton Kutcher? I just, that's just a rabbit hole I went on. <laughs> <laughs> that's where I went. We're back. Bruce. Bruce Willis. Yes. I can see. He's a daddy, too. It's the whole, yes. Yes. I mean, he was even that, I knew that he was losing his hair during moonlighting. Yes. And I just didn't care. Nobody did. Yeah. Yeah. Everything he does. Bruce Willis, if you're listening, I, you know, I love you. You're you're on the list. Daddy and I have a list of if there's a celebrity that you I can and fuck. James Spader, <laughs> Bruce and James. Oh, it's bigger than that. <laughs> the list is longer than that. That's hilarious. I'm um, on that list. No. <laughs> you said Jason Statham. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. All the yes is there. Well, um, I get it. There's a lot of sexy bald men that, you know, that Corbin Burnson, whatever, he was, he's a lot hotter since he lost his hair with (laughs) L.A. Law. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Like the, yeah, just go with it. That's what's nice. Shave it on down. Ed Harris. He's a hot, he's hot. I mean, The Rock. My mom dug some Ed Harris, like loved him, loved him. And I was just like, wow. Hmm. But he's a oddly sexy man. He really is sexy. Terry Crews. Yes. Terry Crews can make me laugh. He's bald. He's a, he's on the he's list the as whole well. Package. He he's, could probably he's pick a big me man. up too. He's a nice yeah, he's yeah. a nice looking man. There's a lot of there's a lot of good looking men with you know. I knew that bald. I had a problem with bald men when I was younger and would watch Kodak. I was going to ask Telly if you liked Telly. I figured that's where it came from. Lollipops and Telly. Oh, he had an endless supply of lollipops. Hey, what baby doesn't like Telly? Well, I, I mean, I'm looking them up because I can't remember all the good I'm looking, terrible with names, uh, but yeah. like I can tell Billy you. Billy Zane. The, yes. He, ever since he, he, he shaved his a little, head. But yeah, he looks good. I Joe mean, he Rogan. beautiful hair too, though. I think Joe Rogan's hot. But yeah, I'm probably in the minority there. 
No, no, I mean, I could see it. A lot of people love Joe Rogan, especially back when he did that show where people ate weird shit and all that. Oh, Fear Factor? The Fear Factor, yeah. So, I mean, you know, a lot of girls thought he was super hot. And then the fact that he's a fighter and all that, people think he's hot. Nerds. Nerds. <laughs> Not the candies. Man, I dig nerdy men. Yeah. Nerds. Yeah. Okay. I like them. Always have. Revenge of the Nerds was my jam. It was just like, yeah, I always like the oddballs. Would be really. What is it that you like about nerds? Um, I like that they're smart, usually. Yeah, I do like smart men. Um, I like that they don't, uh, they're usually not self-absorbed. I like that weird... I like being able to build them up and let them see how amazing they are. So I'm like the nerd makeover of movies, <laughs> I guess, without meaning to. I don't want to, when I say makeover, I don't want to make them into whatever mainstream blippity blue that is. I want to make them into the best them that they can be. You know, whatever their nerd power is, let's just bring it out. Yeah. Express your nerd. <laughs> I want you to be the coolest of your nerd group, and you will be. I'm good at that. So, I like it. I dig it. That's you know, because usually you know, nerds. Honestly, it's the brain. They just usually are way more interesting. Just interesting. I like interesting <laughs> things. Are nerds better people. in bed? Usually, according to Revenge of the Nerds, they are. Yes. <laughs> And from my own personal research, <laughs> the nerds, they're the greatest. All right. I got one for you. This is out there. But Do hear you? me out. Okay. Well, no, because I've got some wild ones down. I wonder if we have the same ones because we didn't discuss. Did you do your wild ones or no. did you just do, did you just find some that were just really outrageous? Are these your... I'm boring. The most outrageous that i have and the most shameful of my fetishes okay. of my personal fetishes are hallmark and lifetime <laughs> christmas movies <laughs> this is the most shameful thing but i've never been more turned on than you know you got to tell me why you got to explain I yourself i don't freaking know and i i literally feel shame so after you watch um, a Hallmark movie, they're the same, the same storyline, the same plot, just insert different hot character at the beach. They're like, whatever women see in soap operas, I don't know, and one time a year, or people, not just women, a lot of people like soap operas, I'm sorry, whatever people see in soap operas, that one time a year, I don't know, and it does it. And my brain is like, ooh, get you some, girl, or whatever. I don't know. But that's do you have to do up. it after you watch one? You're like, I definitely really horny. am horny yeah. to do it. I'm going to come that day. It doesn't matter whether it's me or daddy or oh, what. okay. Yeah. Maybe during. <laughs> I don't know. Do you have a favorite I mean, it's like that you watch every situation. year? Or does it matter because they're all the same? They're all exactly the same. I like the ma more magical ones, you know, where Santa's <laughs> around. It's actually Santa's <laughs> around because I also have a thing about Santa, which if you also know my daddy, you know, <laughs> Dirty yeah. Santa was his uh, is his burn name. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So anyway, <laughs> yeah, it's just one weird bunch of fetish. stuff. 
Santa's smoking a cigar and I'm <laughs> bing. Tell me your shameful fetish now that you know mine. None of my fetishes are shameful. I'm not ashamed of anything. Oh, I'm so proud of you. Good for you. <laughs> I'm ashamed of Hallmark movies and how much I love the Christmas movies. I mean, I really, really, really love the great British Bake Off, but do I have to screw after it or get off? It doesn't no. make me horny. It doesn't make me horny. It makes me very, very happy, though, which that could be a fetish, too. Happiness. Just happiness. But the one that I was thinking about this last night because I was coming up with five. There's so many more. But the ones that I wanted to talk about, I absolutely love Russian culture and Russia and Russians and Do Russian you? men and Russian porn. I have so many Russian friends. Yeah. Yeah, do you want me? I do their hair and stuff a lot, too. You should have them come hang out. I love how they do Christmas. I love the culture. I would do their hair. You know. I love everything about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been in the process of, like, learning the Russian language. Are you learning Russian? Yeah. You know, what do you know now? You never know. Besides knit. <laughs> you putting me on the spot. I don't I'm know. Sorry. I'm sorry. I don't mean to put you. I, now you feel us. Now the other side Not of the, the table. Time. The tables have turned. I see. Hmm. No. But I love it. I love Russian men. I don't know why. I don't know if it's just they because. They smell good usually. Do they? And they're very. Mm-hmm. I do like. Yeah. Smell. How many yeah. smell? Mm. Katya is my favorite drag queen. <laughs> nice. I just love everything about it. I really like their porn, too. Most of it's not well produced, but some of it is. Well, look at what they have access to. I mean, their gangbangs are pretty awesome. <laughs> so, since, <laughs> since we have some listeners in Russia. I know, that's exciting. Oh, if you want to chit chat. Hit me up. <laughs> I'm all for it. Bruce tonsils. Yes. Are you all right. got another no, fetish? You, no. Don't you have, or are you like, no, you don't have as many, and this was a trick to find out all of mine no, since I have you some. posted them publicly? Uh, you're not understanding the whole how fet life works with their fetishes. It's really nothing. I just don't know. <laughs> you know, you I'm just not been on there. there. I'm like um, anti. I love it. And I'm like, just don't make me participate. This is going to, I know this is a, a fetish for a lot of people, but it's also a taboo thing for a lot of people. And that's guns. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. There is. I have some strong opinions <laughs> about that. And I, you know, whatever. I just. just mm. Men are really sexy, shirtless, holding a pistol okay especially yeah, when different. they're when they're like defending your your home or your honor or something like Don't that i think that's kind of why we like the uniforms the part of people in uniforms or maybe i don't know it could be sexy watching them clean a gun or whatever like that but i would not enjoy having one put to my head or anything oh like no that. no i'm there not are people in, that love there that. are there are people into gun very play. into that knives guns and hey if that's your thing that's your thing godspeed but that's i'm not that's not really what i'm referring to well i'm gonna go a little lighter <laughs> okay because i got scared <laughs> 
Go lighter. No, I'm very pro gun. Have a gun. I don't care. Do whatever with your gun. We can go back to Russian porn. <laughs> I was just teasing. But I have to get this one out here. It is not a personal fetish, but after seeing I was just trying to find weird ones. Yeah. Like, what are some things people might do that's kind of odd or that would tie in with us? And cake sitting. There are people that like to get naked and then sit in a cake. And you like to bake cakes. I do. And if you need a cake to sit in, <laughs> please go visit my Instagram page, Braddy's Bites. Yes. <laughs> there you go. She has a specialty called bum cakes. <laughs> and then we sing the Spinal Tap song to it. Bum cakes. Isn't it bum cakes? I have Didn't no they have idea. A bum I feel like there's a bum cake song. If you've heard of a bum cake song. If not, write me one. But yeah. Braddy's bum cakes. <laughs> but how fun would that be? Yes, it's bad for the female genitalia, but there's baths and vinegar baths or whatever. You know, you can wash it off. It'll be okay. And, you don't want to sit in a cake? No, you don't feel no. I'm good. I'm good. Wrestling pudding? I'm good. You don't want to pudding wrestle? <laughs> I'm so weird. <laughs> I have to wear gloves when I bake. Because I don't like anything on my hands. I know. I know. know. You would hate splooshing then, (laughs) even though you think you'd like it. Sploosh? I heard you say you would sploosh, but I don't think you really would. Well, do you know what the fetish splooshing is? I don't. I do know what the archer definition of Pampoovie's splooshing is. Oh, my God. Like, and I can you, do that too. You really think that you should get your scientific information from a Cartoon Network cartoon? Well, please. I know people. It's FX, so it's a little oh, more highbrow, but okay. Okay. Listen, <laughs> I know people who've submitted literature to this. All I'm telling you, you might want to research. Anyway. All right. What is splooshing? That is like when people spread food on each other and lick it off or just continue to layer it on there for the texture and the feel. Anything from, you know, people, honey has been, you know, that's in Vanilla Lives, all of it. People that like whipped cream, making you a sundae or whatever. So that's the official uh term for it yes and then apparently like a food fight type fetish and then you just keep layering that food on there and so it ends up you know how you feel about that i'm like me no still anything to do with food played i mean haven't you played with whipped cream isn't that like sex 101 on vanilla life of experimenting well i moved up in grades so you no. never, you never did, you never did a whipped cream situation. No. Or to me, stuff like that whatever. was just really hokey. And oh, you were sorry. too cool. I, yes. you were too cool yes, for I mainstream was, I was too, fetishes. Yes, I was too cool for that. That's so funny. Well, mm, honey is extremely sticky to play with if you want to play with that, um, which is how probably the Nads lady got started <laughs> with the hair removal. <laughs> That's for our Australian listeners. <laughs> the nads lady. She probably poured it on some nads and when she ripped it off, it was probably like, oh my God. And this is how. And so, wow. So I might suggest if you do want to do honey, 
If you do want to sploosh. If you want, if even if you want to pour honey on someone and kind of look it off, if you want to make both of your lives easier, give them a little bit of a massage with some nice organic coconut oil first. And then when you pour them down with honey, it will roll off them much easier of an oily surface. So the cleanup will be a lot easier. You got any more? Weird fetishes or what I think is weird. I don't really think anything is weird. I'm not really into like we've already discussed um, different kinks before, like golden showers or any type of scat play. None of us are into that. But those are fetishes that people like. People like to watch people while they pee. They might not want it on them, but there are people who like to see that. So hmm, that's interesting. And then, of course, the pony and puppy play. And, you know, we had uh, a couple of the uh, Ebony and, um, and Lady Katie, both. Lady Katie, and they both have puppies. But I was watching the pony where, oh, my gosh, I could have somebody dress up like a pony and drew, carry me around on a horse drawn <laughs> carriage. And they're my horse. And I could spank them with a little riding crop to tell them to go. And then, and they have to wear little cloggy shoes where they look like hooves. And then you don't hurt the actual animals and they get to run free and I can make them feed them oats. (laughs) (laughs) And be like, I'm going to ease your burden. This is who I want to be in my next chapter. (laughs) I'd have a beautiful unicorn. I just want (laughs) to dress them. I want to outfit everyone in the fetish. Did you see any unicorns within the pony play part of it? Because I think that would be cool. They had unicorn horn, and then they were. But what I would want to do is have them wear a horsetail butt plug. I'm sure that's a thing. Which we would make with human hair because of the irony, (laughs) and we would color it rainbow. And then they would have a beautiful rainbow mane and a rainbow tail, but they put on latex suits. It's so cool. That seems very expensive. (laughs) They were like, there were some British people that were doing this and it was awesome. And then the Dom was in the little carriage. He was being pulled around and she was clopping along happily. She was super happy about it. I think that we can't end this show. Without me talking about my, do you have a most favorite fetish? Because I do. And it would be a disservice if I didn't talk about it. A most favorite A most favorite fetish. My Hallmark movies, man. (laughs) I mean, you know, because it's... Mine's a little more tangible and more than once a year. Well, they have videos, but what's the fun? in that it's it's the yearly thing go ahead my number one Mm -hmm. is leather and we talked about the leather lifestyle Uh, last week but this is an actual leather fetish do you really like leather do you wear i love i mean i love leather i wear a lot of leather but i don't think of it as I think other people might fetishize it. Like, I wear boots all the time. I don't realize how big of a turn on it is for other people, but it's just me. So I think people think, you know what I mean? It's a huge turn on. Um, Anything from seeing a man in a leather vest with no shirt on Mm -hmm. to 
um, nice leather gloves, like vintage leather gloves that you would find at a thrift store. Mm -hmm. Uh, I used to wear a lot of leather skirts. I love colored leather, like from the 80s. Yes. I used to have a lot of uh, outfits that I wore that were green, the green leather, the hot pink, the white White leather is my absolute favorite. Leather was super sexy. Yes. I just didn't sexualize it. It's always yeah. been such a part of my wardrobe. I do love how it smells, though. Mm-hmm. I love mink oil. You know, I like, you know, I do like everything about leather, but I haven't sexualized it. So for me, it's not a fetish. I do enjoy leather, but I don't, you know. Yeah. Everything about it. Men in leather boots. It's interesting. Um, black t-shirt, <laughs> jeans, and leather boots. Yum, yum, You're yum. You're so basic. Yum, yum. I am basic <laughs> when it comes to that. <laughs> so basic. I love it. <laughs> leather awesome. jackets, leather trench coats. Nice. Uh, I have all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think about it. <laughs> Suede, leather. Um, most of our toys have to be all leather. Mm. That... Um, I just love it. I just, I love everything about it. Well, there you go. That's your number one actual for real fetish. For real fetish. Because you do use a lot of leather in your play. Wow. I feel like we've discovered something today. (laughs) Like, seriously. I mean, you got to think you have what? A fucking shopping list of them on on your (laughs) fet life. But that one is genuine. Somebody send Gail an email and explain to her how the fetishes <laughs> on Fet Life work because she's not understanding me. I don't care. <laughs> you can send the email. Please do. Because uh, I'll read it and I'll be informed and I feel better informed. One more thing about leather. Yes. My husband was married in leather pants that a friend of mine had made for us. See? Yeah. Then, you know, that is just, that's it. That's your thing. Leather. Always on my wish list. Send me leather. But not pleather. No, it has to be the real deal. No, my daddy. He wraps it all up. Oh, My daddy is my fetish. What kind of fetishes do you, does your daddy have? I asked my daddy before we did the show what oh, his fetishes were. I went first. You can go first on that. Oh, really? Okay, so I'm just going to... I'm going to say these real quick. Mm-hmm. Women in scrubs... <laughs> Do you I've never own worked in that a scrub. Field. <laughs> Single scrub. No. We don't want no scrub. Is that? <laughs> I, he also said outdoor or sneaky sex. Oh, so he also likes to do it outside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like alley sex. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. sneaky sex. Yes. <laughs> sneaky, sneaky sex. Yeah. Uh, let's. I thought he had another one. <laughs> he only had two. <laughs> That's all I can get out of him. Well, my daddy's is cigars, for sure. He, um, that's a fetish of his. Uh, you know, smoking. Yeah. And smoking. Cigar smoking fetish. So that's probably the only one that he would let me tell everyone. <laughs> big boobs, big butts. You know, and then he's a dom. So yeah. anytime he can wreck someone, that's his fetish. So it's really weird because they get to... It's like Tuesday or whatever. All right. He's turned on by so many things. There's not any one thing. It's like you. He would have a shopping list of, quote, fetishes on, 
you know, uh, fet- but he does. He likes red hair. He likes redheads. That's a fetish. Yeah. He likes very much redheaded women. I mean, he likes big, big, big redheaded, big bootied women. Me. He likes me. Oh, my gosh. It's <laughs> me. He likes. He likes it. But and I think the redhead thing is he for sure. Yes. But. Look, right here, redheads with creamy white skin. Does he say that on his? Does it say no, that? No, these on are his? mine still. Oh. <laughs> I thought you went over but to you his have to page. Look, you have to look at Yes, all the things that right, are like and then, what you find sexy and then what someone else might find sexy. What Fet Life does is it gives you a a, a drop list of whether you can say like you love everything to do with this fetish or you oh, like yeah, yeah. receiving this fetish or giving this fetish or wearing well, see, this fetish. There you go. Yeah. Now, of course, my daddy is going to like, I mean, he likes, of course he likes to get BJs and all of that. BJs. I'm saying it like that. So one of like our I never fetishes go, are... <laughs> One of my fetishes is the fucking Catalina wine mixer. See, you're just making stuff up. No. You're just like, see me, see me, look at me over here. Here I am. Pay attention to me. Anybody who knows the fucking Catalina wine mixer, we can be friends. We can we can set up bunk yes. beds on one side of the room so we can have more room for activities. That's basically what we're doing here. <laughs> exactly what we're doing here. That's my daddy. That's his fet. He has a lot of fetishes. You know, he's a dude, but he didn't want to let me in on everything. Okay, keep that mystery. Yeah. I want to hear <laughs> our audience and if they have fetishes, weird, normal. Especially if it's weird and abnormal, I want to know. And you can email yeah, the me. Yeah, we- the weirder, the better. <laughs> you can please. email us at gabangirltime at gmail.com. You could visit us at our Instagrams. Yes. Gail is gabangailtime. And I am Brady Von Beaverhausen. And Brady's Bites. Yeah. Uh, but if you want a, a cake to sit in, mm-hmm. yes, please get with me. <laughs> you never know. And, well, and Facebook, Gavin Girl Time. Yes. We need more likes on our Facebook. If you listen to Facebook, I gotta tell you, I'm I'm not doing the Facebook thing Are right you done? now. I'm I'm not done. I'm just I'm taking a hiatus. The page is still there. You can still mm-hmm. go and like it. Well, that's cool. I'm also yeah. gagging Gale time on FetLife. So if you want to message me, I don't have any rules in place with Daddy right now about messages I can or cannot receive. And I don't have my profile filled out very well. Maybe you can help me. She doesn't have much of a fetish list either. I have nothing on there. If you would like to read all 800 of my fetishes on FetLife, and there's probably more than that, honestly, uh, please message me. Come look at my profile at Peruse Tonsils. go to Bruce Tonsils first and peruse her profile. And then I'm her friend. So go to her friends list (laughs) if she has it public. And friend me, and then or just go look at my page then, and then feel sad for what is pathetically me. And if you want to send me funny TikTok videos, please friend me at Bruce Tonsils on TikTok. You have a TikTok as well? I do. It's uh, Gab and Gail time, and I had three friends. 
I had four friends, and then I accidentally forwarded a TikTok that would have been the very thing they would have hated, and now they're no longer my friends. So oh, I'm back no. down. Back down to three. Three friends. I lost a friend <laughs> on TikTok on a platform that I don't even have any friends <laughs> as it is. So, hmm. So let's make me happy and take us out with a little sexy cabin girl time outro all right because some people like voices what is it oratory orator what'd you call that the asmr yeah asmr the, the scratch the into the microphone and the oh no i'm talking about the sound voice what is it called i have no idea not oral oratory it's aural Aural, yes. A-U-R-A-L. Okay, there you go. So, let's get very aural. Let's get very aural. Aural. We thank you so much for listening to Gabin Girl Time. Gabin Girl Time. Gabin Girl Time. Ba-la-la-la-la-la-la-loop. Bing.